Welcome to Choir Talks. Thank you for joining me today. In the letter called 1 John, John writes these three words, God is love. John writes a succinct but powerful statement about the character of God. In just three words, he gives us deep insight into who God is. God is love. Now, it's not meant to be a complete description of who God is. After all, in chapter 1, you might remember that he wrote, God is light, meaning God is, is holy. So these characteristics are both essential to who God is, and we need to understand them. Some people would see God is love without seeing God is light and conclude that God's love is just a warm, sentimental emotion. But God's love is completely in line with his holiness so that it is true that we can call him the righteous judge and still at the same time call him the merciful Savior. For us, those three words, God is love, have big implications, as really you've seen all throughout 1 John. If it is the very nature of God to love, then it must be our nature also as his children. Um, John has made that clear, and especially in this passage today, he brings that out. Here's how he says it, beginning in chapter 4, verse 7. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. All right, so some bullet points from those first couple of uh, scriptures. First of all, this is where he gives us that phrase, God is love. He's going to come back and reiterate it uh, later in the chapter. But that's where we take that phrase. Secondly, God's love is His uh, is a defining characteristic of those um who are truly his children. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Whoever loves has been born of God, he says, and knows God. Um, and then on the opposite side, lack of, God, lack of God's love is a proof that a person does not really know God, as he says, whoever does not love does not know God. And then um, lastly, notice that God is the source of love. He says, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. By the way, um, you can see John's example of, of being a person of love and his heart of genuine love for the recipients of this letter. At least 13 times in this letter, he writes, dear friends or dear children, as he lovingly admonishes them and lovingly uh, guides them. Um, verse 9 This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. So I love in verse 9 how love is not just an inner emotion that we feel. Uh, Here, God's love is seen as an action. He shows the action that God took to demonstrate his love, which is, of course, sending Jesus, sending his one and only son uh, for us so that we might have life. Verse 10, this is love, or look at this. This is how love should look. Uh, Not that we loved God, he says, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Uh, Again, hitting that idea that love really comes from God. We like to see ourselves as the genesis of the love that we show to other people. 
Uh, we probably often think of ourselves as loving as we see ourselves showing love to those around us in our family and friend group or whatever. But here he's pointing out that all godly love, true godly love, comes from the great love that the Father had for us. The love that we show is just a ripple effect from the great love that God has showed us in Jesus. When God gave his only son to die for the world, we were against him. Think about uh, that moment. We were against him, the Bible says. We were his enemies. We were far from him. Uh, We didn't initiate this love. He gave this love to us when we were unlovable, when we were undeserving. Verse 11 says, Dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Uh, love one another is is the commandment that John's going to give us three times today in these few scriptures. He's going to say, love one another. Back in verse 7, the first verse that we read, he said that we uh, should love one another because we carry God's nature um, as his children. Here he says we should love one another because of the Son of God and his atoning sacrifice, God's gift to us in Jesus. Verse 12 goes on to give us the third admonition to love one another. It sounds like this. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. So we love one another here uh, because God, the great lover, lives in us. And I love the phrase, he is making his love complete in us. He's at work in us to make us better lovers, if you will, so that that uh, we are like him in his love. We are like him in the way that he acts and shows love um, because he is at work in us to make that happen. God's act on the um, putting, sending Jesus in, into the world and Jesus' act on, of self-sacrifice on the cross, that's not God's last demonstration of love here on earth. Now he is demonstrating his love through his children. So John encourages us learn to be uh, like the Father in the way that you love and show that love to others. Here's a tough question, diagnostic based on what we have learned here. Uh, what if you are the only person that, that uh, someone has to see a picture of God's love? Would they see the heart of the Father as they see your life, as they see the way that you love them and that you love the people that are in your life? One cool thing I want us to notice before we leave this passage is um, that you see the, the, all of the Trinity at work here in this idea of love. First of all, in verse 7, we said that God the Father is the source of love, remember? And then in verse 11, we saw that God the Son is the gift of God's love. And then in, here in this last verse, verse 12, we see that God the Spirit, God who lives in us, right, is the enabler of love. So here's what we've learned today, just to tie it together. If we know God's nature, then we're going to love. If we have received God's gift in Jesus Christ, then we are going to love. If we have God's spirit in us, then we are going to love. So here's my challenge to you and to me. How is your love life? They say that absence makes the heart grow fonder, but in my experience, being with someone heightens your love for them. If you don't see God's sacrificial love flowing through you, uh, 
then spend time with the Father. Ask Him specifically this question, Lord, show me your heart. As you learn the heart of God, as you understand the love that He has for the people around you, you will grow in your desire and in your ability to love them also. I hope you have a great week. Thank you.